Hey friend, welcome back to the show. In today's episode, we are talking about the four different buying styles and how you can deliver your message more clearly and close more sales. You are definitely going to want to grab a pen and notebook for this one. Are you an overwhelmed business owner who struggles to meet your sales goals, but you feel like you're working so hard? Hey, I'm Lindsay, a Jesus-following wife and mom of four. I'm also an award-winning medical device sales rep turned sales and business strategist, and I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Small Business Sales and Strategy Podcast. I'm here to help you develop the skills and strategies you need to sell your services and products with ease so that you can grow your business, serve your community well, and ultimately live the life you dream of. Grab your coffee and a notebook or your tennis shoes and take me on a walk. You're in the right place. Are you ready to dive in? Let's go. Hey, hey, welcome back to the show. I am so excited about today's topic. This topic is one of the first things I knew I wanted to talk about when starting this podcast, and I'm super excited about it, and I'm super excited to see how it transforms your conversations Even in your regular life, this is going to change some things for you. We are talking about the four buying styles. This information rocked my world when I learned it, and it translates to every aspect of my life now. Okay, so let's dive in. If you are taking notes today, I want you to grab your pen and your notebook, and I want you to draw a large square on your paper, and then I want you to divide it into four quadrants. In the top left quadrant, I want you to write relator. In the top right, I want you to write achiever. In the bottom right, I want you to write analyzer. And in the bottom left, I want you to write sympathizer. Outside of this box, you're also going to write some words. On top of the box, I want you to write recognition. On the bottom or outside of the bottom, I want you to write security. On the right side, I want you to write results. And on the left side, I want you to write processes. That's going to set up the discussion for today. But before we dive into the four buying styles, I do want to lay some groundwork for you. There is no style that is better than another. It just determines how we like to be communicated with and how we should communicate with others. The other thing I want you to know is that people can be a combination of two, sometimes three, but mostly two of these buying styles. Usually, one is dominant, and the second is a very secondary one. If they have a third, it is because they have really honed in and worked on those skills, and most people only are a combination of two. As we're going over the four buying styles, I want you to try to hone in on which one you are as your primary buying style, and then which one might be a secondary When I learned this information, it was crystal clear to me which one I was and which one my secondary buying style was, but I want you to really pinpoint which one you are, and then we'll talk about that at the end. Okay, so let's start with the first buying style, the relator. Relators, they love people. They're talkers, they're outgoing, they're friendly. They buy from people they like. They don't want to reject people. They don't want to hurt anyone's feelings but they like encouragement and compliments. They like to have personal relationships with people they buy from. Relators go off of feeling a lot, and they 
are the ones who buy with their emotions the most of the four buying styles. So when we're selling to relators, it is super important that we build rapport with them, that we get to know them on a deeper level than some of the other buying styles. They also want social proof. So they might ask questions like, what are others in their field doing? How are they using this? How is it helping them? They want to feel emotionally good about the purchase that they're making with you. So I'm going to give the example of a real estate agent. Let's say they have a buyer that is a relator. That realtor is going to want to hone in on the emotional and relational part of buying a home. So for example, how does the home feel to them? What kind of vibes are they picking up? Do they see their family sitting around the dinner table here? Do they see themselves watching a movie on TV with their kids? Just think relator relationship. Okay, next up is the achiever. The achiever likes results and recognition. Achievers are often driven They often work fast. They like results. They want to know how to do it. They like challenges and risks. They are open to new opportunities. They get things done. They are very action-oriented, and they often make decisions pretty quickly in comparison to the other three buying styles. When you are selling to an achiever, you want to be direct and honest and get straight to the point. Achievers don't really love small talk unless their secondary buying style is a relator. So achievers are often asking themselves, how do I do this? How does it work? How do I buy this? And will it do what they say it's going to do? So when we go back to the example of a real estate agent, if you're working with an achiever, you're going to ask questions like, how does this space work for you? Do you see this home as functional for your family? Think of achievers as functional people. They like to get things done, check things off the list, and move on to the next thing. The third buying style are the analyzers. Analyzers like results and security. They are logical. They do not let their emotions take hold or even impact any of their buying decisions. They like data and facts and statistics. They don't like being wrong. And I don't mean that in a negative type of way. It's just that they want to make sure they've done enough research that they know they're making the correct decision. They will ask a lot of questions. They can get very detail-oriented. And again, they will do their own research. So you'll want to under-promise and over-deliver with analyzers. When you're selling to an analyzer, you need to bring the proof. So articles, data, stats, that support your claims. Again, don't oversell to an analyzer. You want to just make sure that you can back up what you have to say about your offering to them. So back to the real estate agent. When working with an analyzer, they are going to want to see the comps. They're going to want the inspection report. They're going to comb through that. They're going to comb through the seller's disclosure. You can expect analyzers to look at every aspect of this purchase, whether the windows need to be replaced and the roof, how old the roof is, you're going to expect the analyzer to really analyze every aspect of this home buying process 
and you're not going to get them with how does this space feel. You're going to get them with this is a good buy because the comps in this area show that this home is priced $50,000 lower than similar homes in the area. Now, I am married to an analyzer, and I can vouch for this analyzer description. Analyzers are slow to make decisions, and they are going to mull over the decision they're making so that they are sure that they're making the correct decision for them and their needs. Next up is the sympathizer, our fourth and final buying style. Sympathizers want security and processes. They are super supportive people. They're team players. They're detail-minded. They're very slow to make decisions as well, just like the analyzer. They need predictability and security. They like to feel very safe. They don't like risk or conflict, and they need time to process info and to think through the options and make a decision. They will often consult with friends or family If they own a business and have a team, they may consult with their team. They definitely want everyone in their circle that will be tied to this decision to feel good about the product or the service that they're bringing into the group. When you're selling to sympathizers, you're going to need to allow more time for closing the sale. You're going to need to help them avoid risks and conflicts along the way. So back to the real estate agent again for the fourth and final time. If you are working with a sympathizer, you might ask questions like, what in the inspection report would you like for me to explain? Or the same thing about the seller's disclosure. Is there anything in there that you would like to discuss or need me to explain? Again, they want others to feel safe as well. So they may highly rely on their spouse or their kids to make this decision. So you're going to want to make sure that you're including the whole team or the whole family in that buying process. We've been through the four buying styles, relator, achiever, analyzer, and sympathizer. So which one are you? And which one do you think is your secondary? I am an achiever predominantly. I have a little bit of relator in me. I want to like you while I'm buying, but I don't have to like you while I'm buying. I am a get it done, check the box, move on to the next thing. My um, old boss in corporate America used to tell me that I work so fast, everyone else is just trying to hang on and keep up. So what I want you to do this week is I want you to really hone in on which one you are And then I want you to start looking at the people in your close inner circle. Maybe it's your best friend or your spouse or your kids. If they're old enough, they can start showing their buying styles as well. I want you to take a look at the people in your very close circle. And I want you to try to start identifying who you are speaking to. What types of buying styles do they have? One of the things that blew my mind when I learned this information is that I'm an achiever and my husband is an analyzer. And it takes him what seems like to me forever and a day for him to make decisions on simple things like a hunting jacket that he is looking at. He will research 
the dickens out of hunting jackets, read all of the reviews, compare and contrast, whereas I will look at it, go, is it functional? Does it do what I want? Do I like the way it looks? Check the box, check the box, check the box. Yes, I'm buying. So you can kind of see the differences in buying styles. Start looking at your spouse in particular if you're married or your partner if you're not married and really hone in on what they are because once you learn what type of decision maker or buying style they have, you can start to sell and persuade and communicate a whole lot more effectively with them when you're trying to make a big purchase, for example. This information is one of those things that translates into nearly every aspect of your life, whether it's going to the doctor or going to a business dinner, you can use this information to help you communicate more effectively. And I really, really hope this helps you. It will take some practice and it's going to take time. You're not going to be able to identify everybody right off the bat and know exactly what buying style it is and be able to tailor how you communicate with them right away. It's going to take practice, that is for sure, but this information can really change the game in your persuasive conversations, and I'm super excited to hear from you on how this has helped you. As always, I'm praying for your business, and if you have any questions, shoot me an email. Thank you so, so much for hanging out with me today. I pray this episode gave you some tactical and practical ideas to implement today in your business. I would absolutely love it if you'd share this show with a friend and take 20 seconds to leave me a review. I'd also love to hear from you. So if you have questions or comments on today's episode, they are absolutely welcome. You can email me at strategy at gmail.com. I'm praying for your business. Join me next time.